This week on the show, our pop culture references, the game Cat Stacks, and fortune cookies. It's the fourth week of May 2021, and you're listening to Lunchbox Reaction. Welcome back, everyone. I'm your host, Linnea, and I'm joined with uh, my co-host, Brian. Hello. <laughs> and Evan. Hello. So, we should start off with our pop culture references. So, who wants to go first? I'll just go first, since mine is super short. Uh, so, just in more casting news from Knives Out 2, mm. Leslie Odom Jr. has joined the cast. Woohoo! <laughs> I wonder who he's going to play. He's going to play the singer. Maybe I don't know. I, I mean, only... so I'm wondering. Do you think? Do you think it's going to be a musical? Are they going to have musical numbers? Why would you wonder that? They because it's Aaron Burr. I I guess maybe, probably not. Okay, who wants to go next? I'll go next. So my pop culture topic is that Dave Filoni has now been promoted in Lucasfilm to executive creative director. Should I know who this is? Yes, you should, because he's the guy who made The Mandalorian, The Clone Wars, and the, he's making The Bad Batch. Uh, so he's a Star Wars person. So Dave Filoni has been working at Lucasfilm for a while, and he's come up with a lot of great Star Wars stuff, like, for example, The Clone Wars, which is one of the best Star Wars shows ever. And he's come up with The Mandalorian, which is one of the most popular recent Star Wars shows ever. <laughs> and now he's working on The Bad Batch. His name sounds like Dave Baloney. Well, he's not Baloney. He's the real deal. He's basically the next George Lucas, if you ask me. He's amazing at making everything Star Wars. He really understands what the fans want, and he gives it to them most of the time. Yeah, I'm I'm very happy that they realize that they should promote him, because they should have. So does the promotion mean something in particular? Well, he's going to be working on way more Star Wars stuff now. Since he's the creative director, he's going to be, like, writing a bit of it. Do you think we're in danger of getting too much Star Wars stuff? No. <laughs> you can never get too much Star Wars stuff. Okay. <laughs> just just wondering. So, Linnea, what's yours? Mine is... Okay. Wait, what day was May 17th? Is there something special about May 17th? So, I have another special day of the year, just kidding. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so last Monday, Disney put out the season two intro for The Owl House, and the release date is on June 16th. Ooh, I didn't see that. And you didn't tell me about it. <laughs> no, because I wanted to talk about it on the podcast. Oh, okay. All right, so, yeah, tell us about The Owl House preview. So, yeah, the intro looked really cool. I thought it looked cooler than the last intro, and, like, the lighting is completely different. And, like, each character gets, like, a longer portion of the intro. And everything looks a lot darker. Oh, okay. So, so it's, not a, it's not a preview? It's the actual no, opening credits of the show? It's just, there's not a trailer. It's just the opening. Oh, and that's all they released, the opening. Yeah, and they gave the release date. Are there new characters in the intro mm -hmm. that you have? Oh, they okay. have the, the main, the, the, the emperor person. They have... They have two characters who we haven't really... We saw them, but only once. And then we have Lilith. I mean, Lilith is going to be a bigger part now. Yeah. So, yeah, we already... We did an episode on the last season of The Owl House, which was episode 26, if you want to listen to that. Yeah, our review of The Owl House. Yeah, I think uh, 
I think we you all enjoyed it. Yeah, I think you guys liked it more than I did. I thought it was yeah. just maybe just a little above average, and it wasn't my favorite. But uh, we'll see. Maybe this up, maybe this season will be. Maybe I'll like it a little more. I don't know. I mean, it was fine. I'd, I'd watch more of it. Now that we've established the entire world, it's probably going to be more of the stuff that you like. Yeah, yeah. it's just that the first season seemed like it was a lot of world building. <laughs> okay, so now on to our main topic of the week, Cat Stacks. So today we're talking about the game Cat Stacks, a strategy puzzle game where you stack cats. The game comes with 12 plastic cat pieces that each have a unique shape and take up different amounts of space. There are 24 two-sided puzzle cards, each of which has a pattern on either side for you to try and make with the cats. The cards show which cats you'll need, how many layers to stack, how much space you have to build, and the puzzles range from beginner to intermediate to advanced to expert. So this game, it's not really like the other games we reviewed where we can like play around of it because it's kind of just more of a strategy game that you can play like by yourself or you can kind of work as a team to do. I'd describe it as more of a single player game. Yeah. Although sometimes we'll sit around the table and we'll each take a turn doing it. Mm -hmm. So you lay down a card and you put these little cat pieces on it and you try to match the shape. Well, anyway, when's the last time you played it? Because you had it sitting in your Mm -hmm. room, right? Yeah, the last time I played it was probably like, well, I played it at Grandma's house like a few months ago, but I haven't <laughs> played with this specific version for probably a few years. Yeah. So it's probably one of these things that you have if you're bored, you want to pull it out and challenge your brain a little, you could pull out cat stacks. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's the best puzzle game, but it's it's pretty good. Which ones are the most challenging, do you think? Which puzzles? The ones that have multiple layers. Yeah. I don't think I've ever solved a single one of those. Yeah, I agree. The The ones that are flat are, are pretty easy because you're just thinking in one dimension. But yeah, there are some puzzles that are multiple dimensions. So, they, so you have multiple stacks, or mul- what did I say? Multiple layers of cats. And it's not just that there are two one-dimensional layers. You might have to stack the cats vertically, horizontally. You can mix them. And yeah, those are those are a little more more tricky. Yeah, I think the furthest I've ever gotten in this game is like, I don't know, halfway through the intermediate section. Yeah, they they get pretty tricky pretty fast. You get through the beginner and then uh, the intermediate. The intermediates are okay, but yeah, once you get up to those advanced ones, they're they're really tricky mm. trying to fit them together. And the problem is, is you, you might get uh, three quarters of the puzzle done and then realize, oh, I have... I have two cats left, and neither of them fit the <laughs> space. You know, I thought I was doing so well, and now I have to go back and take apart everything I did and redo yeah. it. So yeah, it gets you to think, think outside the cat box. <laughs> um, is this the kind of game that you would share with friends, or do you just sit by yourself? What do you guys think? I mean, Linnea likes to share it with her friends. Yeah, I think my friends would like this. They're strategy people. I I wouldn't really say it would be good to share with my friends. Is it a rainy day kind of game? Just looking for something else to do? What do you think? Bring it camping? What What are your thoughts about when would yeah, you when would you pull this out? It's kind of just it's not really a party game. It's kind of just fun to do when you know you're like by yourself and you have nothing else to do. It's a boredom game. A boredom game. Yeah, here's boredom and it increases your logic skill. Yeah, if you're just by yourself, got nothing else to do and. Just want to sit down and have a relaxing brain teaser, if you can call that <laughs> relaxing. Um, yeah, pull out cat stacks. Again, uh, 
There's also Dogpile. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a there's a similar game called Dogpile. So yeah. if you don't like cats, you got Dogpile. You get dogs. I don't know who wouldn't like cats though. Really? Yeah. Who wouldn't? Unless you cats have like awesome. cat allergies. All right. Yeah. So there we go. Just a quick review of a little logic game we have. We thought after last week's mega long five hour episode, we would just do a <laughs> a just a real short episode this week. So. Mm. So there you go. Uh, cat stacks. Check it out. So now it's time for fortune cookies. Okay, so my fortune is your ability for accomplishment will follow with success. Hmm. That's nice. Sounds good. Good for you. I guess I'll be (laughs) successful. All right, my fortune this week is you learn from your mistakes. You will learn a lot today. Oh, no. Apparently I've made lots of mistakes today. Dad! Why are you making so many mistakes? What did I do? I haven't, I mean, I went for a bike ride. Uh, Exercising is a mistake. I made lunch. No, you can't eat lunch. That's a mistake. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you didn't breathe in the correct order. Well, Linnea, hopefully yours is better. Mine is serious trouble will bypass you. Yeah, probably because it came to me, (laughs) apparently. (laughs) Wish. That's true. But <laughs> no, it will bypass me and go right to dad. So wow. I was supposed to make the mistake, but then I don't make the mistake, and then dad makes the mistake instead. Apparently, I had the misfortune cookie or something. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, that about wraps up this episode of Lunchbox Reaction. You can find us on the web at lunchboxreaction.net and on Twitter at lunchboxreaction. Thanks to my co host, Brian. So long. And Evan. Goodbye. And me. Bye. And yeah, we'll see you next week at the lunch table. So long.